You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Glee. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Glee news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, it's After Buzz TV for Glee! Hello, Gleeks out there. Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another After Buzz TV after show for our favorite show, Glee. It is season three, episode 19, Promisaurus. I don't know why I said it like that, it just seems like more of a... You know, an animal kind of thing. But before we do anything else, I am Roxy Stryer, along with Marissa Serafini. Hello, everyone. Hello, how are you? I'm great. Awesome. Annie Demian across the table. Hi, guys. Stephanie Wenger to her left. Yes. I'm like, is that? <laughs> let me put that all up for a second. Yeah, I'm going to flip it, it around. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great to be here. And we've got Ronnie Jr. in the booth. Hello, Gleeks. And before we talk about the episode tonight, I have to say a couple things. Number one, iTunes, iTunes, iTunes. You might be listening to us on iTunes by the time you are hearing this, but while you're there, we need you to do us a favor. We need you to five-star us and comment on our Glee page and the AfterBuzz page in general because we need it. We need it to keep on the lights. We need the comments, and we got to bump it up. And also, YouTube, you guys are awesome about commenting all the time. We really check that stuff, and we want to talk to you guys. So another way to reach us, Twitter. If you want to tweet us during the show, during the week, however you want. How can we find you, Marissa? I am Marissa Movies. That is M-A-R-I-S-A Movies on Twitter. How can we find you, Annie? I am at Annie Demian on Twitter. If you don't get the clap, aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, going. hey. <laughs> Ronnie's on it. And How can we find you? And at Stephanie Wenger, keeping it simple. I'm at Roxy Stryer and in the booth, shooting over to you. At Ronnie Junior Media. Okay, so now that you're obviously going to be talking to all of us every second of every day. <laughs> all day long. <laughs> exactly. Oh, also, Roxy, uh, going off what we were talking about, there's going to be a special segment of some sort, correct? Uh, yes, absolutely. I Is was just right? about to say. So we have something really special happening tonight. Uh, former host here, he used to do Glee, actually. Paul Ashton, who is awesome, actually has been working with Ian Brennan, who is one of the creators of Glee and a writer and just an awesome guy. They're friends and they are co-workers and they film this little mini web series that we just watch. It's freaking hysterical. They're so funny. So yeah, uh, funny. It's really interesting to watch Ian on the other side of the camera. So um, We're going to be going over that. He's going to be calling in during our special segment, talking about what it's like to work with him and just talking about a show a little bit, which y'all should watch because it's great. But... We're here to talk about Glee, first and foremost, so let's jump right into it and talk about, not prom, but anti-prom. Guys, oh, yes. <laughs> what, what do we think of this idea of the anti-prom? I mean, there was definitely a few moments in my life, in my, I'm preparing for prom days, where I was like, 
uh-uh, I'm not going to the gym, I am not getting my hair done, I don't want my makeup done, I'm not going, and I'm staying home. Of course, I went to prom, right. had my hair right. done, had my makeup done, and danced a little night away, but I, I definitely relate to this feeling, you know? What are you guys thinking? Is this common I think for everybody? I think it's common, maybe, but I think it's a terrible idea. You would look back on your life regretting not going to your senior prom. I feel mm-hmm. like at the time, I mean, you're young, you're going through so much, but really you're not because you don't have much to worry about when you're Rebel. in high school. Fight the man. But I think you would just, <laughs> I think I'm glad that they went because if they wouldn't have, they would have regretted it, I think, because it, it's a memorable time. It's like I almost think the opposite. Sorry, I know you guys are asking me, but boo. it's so funny because at the time prom was like a big deal. You know, everyone went. It was exciting. Now, yes. like years away from prom, like I could give a care that I even went. I mean, I'm. Well, I had a great time at my prom. <laughs> That's true, though. I mean, I love it about AfterBuzz that we have differing opinions, and honestly, it falls somewhere kind of in the middle. Yeah, I'm really glad that I did go to my prom. I had a great time, and once you stop thinking about all the pressure and who you're going to go with and how you're going to look, and you actually just let yourself have fun it can be great yeah but then again when you think about it and you look back on it if you didn't go i'm sure people aren't sitting there saying my um on their deathbed my one regret in life was that i didn't <laughs> exactly go i'm so many True. i'm so many years away from high school so i'm looking back and that's right. not i'm not one of these people who hated high school i lo- absolutely adored high school and mm-hmm. loved every second of it but i'm saying like it, it didn't validate it's moved on not a big deal yeah, I but think- i like the idea of them on this show doing an anti-prom that is fun to watch you know I, it was yeah i mean i loved my prom and like i'm happy that i went but i don't think it's like would be a tragedy if you didn't go to your prom but i didn't think it was actually as fun as their anti-prom was tonight i didn't think it was the best idea because i feel like one tree hill and dawson's creek a lot of these teen shows have gone there with the anti-prom they do the anti-prom yeah i don't watch those shows so i'm thinking they're all original and we've got this whole new idea (laughs) i'm gonna start an ocean across the country but i I guess not i'm I'm late to the bandwagon no i remember dawson's creek doing something correct me if i'm wrong here it's been years since i've Watch the prom Dawson's Creek, but feel like- and by years you mean last night you watched it on your computer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was what I was doing last night for sure. Um, but I and I feel like One Tree Hill also ventured that way, but I, I don't know. So I felt like it wasn't at least normally so outside the box, and I was just kind of like, oh, don't you wish I, the anti prom rocked? Yeah, I don't think it was needed though because mm. you know they went to the anti prom, and then. Uh, when the night was, you know, starting to like die down, they realized that we're making a big mistake, and we should go to prom because they're right. always talking about looking towards the future, but enjoying the time that they have now at high school. And they're like, we're not going to enjoy our last days here if yeah. we're not going to go to prom. Instead of an anti-prom, how about a after prom party? Yeah, after prom yeah. party. So the wee hours of the morning, like their plan was right. for their party. I mean, yeah. if Ra- I thought that would have been awesome if Rachel was like, listen, Brittany, you're planning prom. The dinosaur theme is, <laughs> and I will talk about that oh later. Oh my gosh. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm planning the best after prom party ever. It's going to go until four in the morning. We're going to have so much fun and sing to each other like we do in the New Directions or whatever they do do there. <laughs> and honestly, Rachel, take the reins on that. Yeah. But yes. that's not what we saw. No. But what I did like about the anti prom party was, of course, the Becky storyline. Mm-hmm. Becky Jackson. Every single time 
when she has the voiceover yeah. of the old British <laughs> woman, so great. it gets me. I just think that is like the best part of Glee. I mean, there are amazing parts of Glee, but every time I, I wait for it and I want it to be included in more episodes, I want yeah. her to do the voiceover for the entire show. I'm not even kidding. Like, I think it's so funny. Am I the only one here? No, it's I, awesome. No, I it's love awesome. It. I love it because, you know, yes, it is a British accent, but I think it displays the message that it's the inner beauty that counts. Absolutely. Like, how you see yourself and how you hear yourself. Exactly. Most important, you know? And yeah. She's this British queen. <laughs> yes. and, and that's that. Like, and, yeah. and it hasn't... I love that that didn't happen just one episode and then they dropped it. That is her inner voice. Always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yes. fantastic. It's just the best idea to I, do. In my head, I don't sound like a raspy eight-year-old boy, but <laughs> out loud I know I do. And in my head, I'm a British queen too, okay? <laughs> Sometimes I'm Southern. <laughs> do you have a problem with that? No, you better no. not. But I love this part. And we got to see a different side of Puck. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sweet. so sweet. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, oh, watching goodness. him... Stripped down. That was crazy. (laughs) Very unexpected. I did not think that that was going to happen. Me neither. That was fun. We have to talk about him a little bit, though, guys. What's going on with Puck? We saw that he failed. Has he told the rest of the classmates? Or the rest of the He said something about how he'd go to prom next year. Yeah. Right. And you kind of saw that look of realization on Finn's face. Like, oh, that right. means that mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. not going to any pool cleaning business, which was the plan. And, and he mentioned that he keeps failing at everything. Right. So, Are we feeling bad for him, or are we feeling like, tough luck, man, you didn't try hard? I think we, we're just seeing, like, his character being, you know, his strength of character. You know, he's had, he's hit some brick walls, and mm-hmm. he's realizing it, and now he's just building himself as a person. Okay. Yeah, what I do thought, you guys think? I feel like um, you're kind of seeing him be real for the first time, and that's really interesting, too, because, I mean, I think you saw it a little bit when Quinn had the baby, but it's been a while. I feel like for right. a long time we've seen this kind of bad boy, like, I don't care about anyone or anything, and finally you're kind of seeing that come back around and, and seeing that character, that other side of his character. Yeah. I think he's just maturing, I think, and he's coming to the realization that he's got to get his crap together. What were those crowns made of? How He literally... That was a funny He turns around. Box. He, he turns around and the camera shoots to Becky. And then maybe 15 seconds later, right. it's all cut he turns back around with two like perfectly cut crowns. I was like, all right, I'll let it go. I thought it was Dramatic like a license. beer yes. cardboard box. That's what I thought too, right? but I didn't see any Because he was drinking. There was a beer um, on the table. Yeah. And so then, they walked into prom wearing... Beer boxes on their head. And no one seemed to care. Yeah, no one cared. You're a winner. It's totally fine. Don't you need to buy tickets to prom? Like, these people are like changing their mind, just showing up. I'm like, no, you have to have a ticket usually. (laughs) You have to be prepared. You're not on the list. (laughs) You have to make reservations (laughs) and all that. But honestly, didn't you guys feel, I don't know, this is a leading question, so let me rephrase. We see her walk in. She gets the crown put on her head. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I hope I get it. I hope I get it. Oh, my God, I got it. This is the best moment of my life. And I, I felt, personally, that it was a little mm, distasteful. Because I felt like it made her look dumb when she's not, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, she, she could have been like, this is awesome. I really appreciate what you're doing. And, yay, I... I'm queen of the anti-prom, you're king, this is great. But instead, they made her sit there, oh, I hope I get it, and actually want to get it, and then made her be like, yes, I won, I won. And it was sweet, but at the same time, I don't 
want them to dumb her down. Yeah. You know, yeah. Becky's smart. She's okay. she's quick to think. And did, were you guys feeling that at all? Yeah, I thought it was kind of stupid that they would have her say that line because obviously she's going to get it. She's the only one in the room. Right. She should have just been, like, excited and waiting or something. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of where I was at, too, with it. And I also just wanted her, like it kind of became her whole world and I was like there's so much more to that character and to who she is and her relationship with Sue it, it's not all about that one moment of being the anti-prom queen like I just felt like they kind of put way too much importance on that I agree I agree you think mm-hmm. so yeah, too they, yeah. they said it all I mean did you guys have prom queen and prom king at your high schools yes, yes. You had that? No. I didn't have that either, so really? I don't really know what the experience is like. Can one of you speak to, what, you guys vote? How does, you just... Yeah, you just vote. I was actually nominated, but I didn't win, but it's cool. Um, I went <laughs> but to did a, you wear the beer on your hat instead? Because no. you're a winner. <laughs> but not to credit, I went to a super small high school, like 67 people in my class, so that's how cool I was. Um, but yeah, everyone nominated, and it was always like the prom queen was always like the... I don't know, like, the really nice girl that, like, everyone loved. And, like, that's who would always win. It wasn't even if she was popular or yeah, not. Yeah, are. <laughs> it was just, like, the really nice girl, and that's how I think it should be because they're the ones that are nice all four years. At my school, it was if you were in leadership, um, which was, like, an early morning class. Um, not that that really applies to this, but it's an early morning class, and you, like, planned all the events and stuff. If you were a girl in leadership, you, you were literally in that court. I mean, oh. it, it had nothing to do with... Oh. Yeah. So there was no vote? There no, w- there was voting, but, like, it. everyone in leadership. Maybe it, it was, was rigged. Just, it was just literally kind Did of... Did it bother yeah, you guys um, to have prom queen and prom king? Or was it something you guys looked forward to and you didn't mind that you didn't win? Or, or what? I didn't mind. I think it's a fun tradition that's been going on so long. And I haven't heard of anyone that didn't have it at their school, so it was just normal to me. Yeah, I mean, it didn't bother me at all. It was pretty fun to you know see and we had like a whole week of things that kind of led up yeah to like it. spirit week or whatever yeah, yeah exactly so so that's what was, we were talking about how this episode focused a lot on it and it's just such a foreign world to me mm-hmm. i mean i i planned all of our semis and proms etc and it just never even crossed our mind because i feel like it can be such an offensive thing and we see that kind of in tonight's episode mm-hmm. but i thought that the girls handled it really well yeah so talking about the nominations we have some random girl we don't know. Yeah. What was her name? Missy or something? Yeah. Uh, and then we've got Santana. And then we've got Quinn. Now, clearly all nominated for very different reasons. Right. Uh, Missy Elliott over there is nominated for God knows why. And I, first of all, I thought these kids who are in New Directions are supposed to be the losers of the school. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, sometimes they, they, Glee can't make up their mind. Sometimes they're the coolest kids in school. Sometimes they're the losers. Sometimes they love performing at proms. Sometimes they don't. Yeah. Roxy, you know what they love to do? They love to go on the AfterBuzz website and they love to make all their online purchases through our affiliate program. I know they do Glee love people, to do that. They, I know yeah. they do. They've communicated with me and they do it. So they go on AfterBuzz. They go on the banner on the top right side, which is near Maria Menounos' Dancing with the Stars banner, just FYI. They click that banner on the top right and then they say welcome to the world of Amazon and then they buy all their Mother's Day gifts or whatnot over there. The Glee people, they tell me these things. So what Ronnie is talking about, in, in case you're like, what just happened? We are now being we're partners with Amazon we help each other out and one thing that we do for them is put their link in the corner of our website to help them get more people to go there. One thing they do for us is any purchase that comes through being clicked on the website in our page. So if you go to AfterBuzzTV.com and click on Amazon and you purchase something, we get some of the proceeds, which is awesome. Not asking you to buy anything that you are 
Uh, I'm like, where is this music sorry. coming from? And I was like, is it going to be like clapping? What are we? No, don't be sorry. I, I like the song. I was ready to dance. This is Glee. It's criminal minds. I'm sorry. Uh, so anyway, you go, and if you already are planning on buying something on Amazon, just do it through AfterBuzz. It doesn't cost you any more. It only takes two extra seconds. Absolutely. And Ronnie was in there like, when's she going to plug it? I know it's not coming. Why? why? You know, I bet all the Glee job. people, or all the at least all the prom committee people, bought all their dinosaur-themed products on the Amazon. Do you think any prom dresses are bought on Amazon? Mm, oh, maybe. maybe, yeah. I, I think hope so. I should have gone with that Possibly. segue. <laughs> 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 anyway, so we've got these ladies who are nominated, and... They're all nominated, as I was saying, for different reasons. Quinn, who probably would have been nominated wheelchair or not, is now nominated and actually won by one vote. Mm -hmm. Santana, the baddest bitch at school. She's hot. Of course she's nominated. She's great. Mm -hmm. And again, Missy Elliott, we don't care. I'm just calling her that. Everybody's like, what <laughs> are you talking about? I'm Missy. thinking like her dad's rich and that's why people voted for her. Like she has cool parties or something. Oh, de- she was yeah. definitely like, I have the cool parties. <laughs> so we see all these posters going up. And for the guys, the only one we really care about being nominated is Finn. Mm-hmm. So Finn's nominated and Finn and Quinn decide to team up. How come I never caught on to that before? The Finn and Quinn thing and the, the rhyming? rhyming? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it took me through season two to figure out Kurt and Burt rhyme and I was like, I'm never going to do that to my kid. Name them Foxy. Oh, no. You never know. It's a little appealing, right? <laughs> You've thought about it. <laughs> I mean, it's better than some alternatives. Yeah, true. People have weird there, names There could be worse names. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, your name could be Maxwell. Quick story. I used to work at a hospital, and one time I walked in, and you get the list of the kids' names, and one of the kids there was named S-H-I-T-H-E-A-D. Shathid. Not shithead, because I made wow. that mistake. And I was like... Why? Why do? Why put your man? child through that? It's yeah. really, really mean. It's really mean. <laughs> That's cruel. Anyway, we've got Quinn and people are like, "Come on, Quinn and Finn." So Quinn and Finn, they are doing this thing together, mm-hmm. and Rachel's jealous, of course, because Quinn and Finn are ex-boyfriend and girlfriend. So let's start by asking: Does Rachel have reason to be jealous? Is she in the right, or do are we like shut up, Rachel? Mm, I think she yeah. should be a little bit jealous, but she overreacted. But I. Like, the way she approached him and came up to him all upset with the poster she ripped off the wall. But, I mean, I think it's normal ex-boyfriend, ex-girlfriend thing. But she should have handled it a little more calmly. Okay. I I agree. Rachel did, you know, I think overreact a bit. But uh, Finn did justify her, you know, in the end. Mm -hmm. Like, she did, you know, lose, like, choke at her audition. She had, like, all these things, like, just crash in her world. And then... This is happening. Icing on the cake kind of thing. Yeah. Is anybody else sick of seeing Quinn cycle and cycle and cycle? I mean, she's amazing, and then she reverts back to her old ways. And then she dyes her hair, and then she's amazing again. And then she's pregnant, and then she's a bitch to the baby mama. And then, I mean, the adopted parent. Like, she just keeps doing these things. And finally, when you think she's good, in tonight's episode, Mm -hmm. she can walk and... Faking it. getting sympathy votes. If I was already I would have been like, uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was low. Yeah, that was low. That was but low. she low called low herself out, mm-hmm. or somebody called her out. No, no. Cory Monty. Finn. Finn. Cory Monty thing called her out. Finn did. Yeah. yeah. yeah I didn't break character. Hi, I'm Cory. Yeah. Anyway, he calls her out, and he's like, basically, you bitch. What, yeah. are you, yeah. what are you doing? Who do you think you are? I won't stand by this. What was so interesting was with, now I'm going to say Corey, but with Finn, um, is that he kind of got super angry at Rachel. He was like, you don't understand what she's going through. 
blah, blah, blah about um, Quinn being in the wheelchair. And then you saw him do a 180-degree turn and flip it and be super angry at Quinn and and lose it on the dance floor. I mean, that was a complete losing it on the dance floor. Absolutely lost it. Absolutely lost it. And I don't really blame him, though. Yeah. I mean, he's getting pulled away from his girlfriend. He just has all these women in his life telling him what to do and going, pulling him certain ways. And I kind of need to see him grow a pair and make a decision and do something for yourself. Yeah. yeah. What do you want to do? Where where would you be happy? Where would you have fun? That being said, how freaking cute was he when he... Oh, my God. He came to Rachel. It was so cute. I, he, I know. I know. I'm such a girl. I'm such a girl. But what did he say? He said... She said, why are you here? He said, because simply, I love you. You're beautiful. And prom sucks without you. And I was like, yeah, yeah it does. Oh, my God. I love you guys. I know. Like that, kind of. That was really romantic. It was yeah, romantic. So they're my sweet. favorite pairing and so cute. Aww. Honestly, now that they're dating in real life, I think that their chemistry on the show has gotten infinitely stronger. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I really see them as a couple. Me yeah, too. And you can see their chemistry on screen. It's yeah. translating well. I, I, guys, I have to say another problem I had. I'm, I'm jumping around a little bit, but just talking about prom king and queen couples. Another problem I kind of had was Brittany being nominated for prom king. We made such a massive deal last year of Kurt being nominated and winning prom queen Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and Brittany not giving a shit about being nominated for prom king. What do you guys think about that? I mean, does it the only two gay couples on the show, one of them, they have to make a female or a male that that isn't that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm kind of mixing up my words, but you guys understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was weird. I think, like, they didn't give it. enough attention to it either, like, for you to even yeah, notice it. It was, exactly. like, could have done without. It seems a little strange that you've gone from kind of last season, them focusing completely on how it was a school that wasn't accepting of gays and that it was just a place where Kurt could barely survive and all of this. And then this year, you're kind of seeing, like, it's all kind of okay. And it, it's it's it doesn't... Where are the slushies? Yeah, exactly. Right. Where yeah. are the slushies? I miss the slushy facials. <laughs> I mean, there's no other way to phrase it. Seriously. Yeah. But anyway, we see in the end that Finn wins and Rachel. I, I mean, love it. Quinn yeah. decides to do the right thing. They have Rachel win. Rachel's really skeptical about it. And then finally, Finn's like, you're sexy and amazing. And you have come so far. And coming back to my couple, I'm going to cry. It's just so cute. Yeah, he was like, he said all the right things, and she should feel very lucky. You know who I loved in this episode? Amber Riley. Not, because where has she been? (laughs) Um, Okay, you looked really beautiful. You didn't have a single song. You didn't say a single word. You did have one picture with Trouty Mouth at the end. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah, she had one, I think, quick scene other than that with Trouty Mouth. And she was like, yeah, we're together. Hi, Trouty Mouth. Yeah, hi. It was great. And then I was, because I saw her, like, 15 minutes into the episode, I was like, have we seen her yet? I know, seriously. (laughs) It was really bizarre. Yeah, you were like, wait. Uh, And then later on, I I literally, she's in the background, I'm like, hey, hey over there, Amber Riley, do you see me? Because I don't see you. Yeah. Girl, what are you doing? Why are are they not writing you on the show? Yeah, she really didn't have a major storyline in this episode. No, she definitely didn't. Uh, You know what we haven't talked about yet as I'm going through my notes and realizing that we we, got to get a move on? Um, Well, first of all, the theme. Brittany has some of the frickin' funniest lines. I wrote a couple Uh things down, but she introduces herself to the new prom committee, and she says they want to do some castle theme. She says, I'm going to have to say never, because 
that would never happen. <laughs> Castles can't float on clouds. <laughs> and that was hysterical. And then she eliminates the stairway to heaven theme because she said all the handicapped people would need elevators to get there. So... Uh, I'm going to have to say, Brittany, you are still like my favorite. Yeah. A-plus in my world. You are hysterical. I wish you were nominated for prom queen because my vote probably would have gone to you. You are, <laughs> you are a funny piece of work. The dinosaur theme. I can't believe that so actually random. they went through with that. Now I have it's to sorry. ask you, because we haven't talked about the songs yet. Did the, was the only reason they picked this theme because they wanted to use Kesha's song Dinosaur? Or did they only, mm, or could they I only use Kesha's song Dinosaur because they picked the theme? You and I were on the same page, I thought. Theme, absolutely. Like, that was the reason for the theme. They wanted her to sing it. It was so random. We were like, what? Yeah. We kept looking at each other the entire time, being like, really? <laughs> I would oh, get if she yeah, said sorry. unicorns or fairyland or yeah, fantasy right? fun, whatever it is. Brittany, what? Yeah, I feel like it had to have been just Lord because Tubbington. of the song. Because yeah. it just didn't even make sense, and they didn't even really show that much with it. It was like one or two props at the actual prom, but otherwise it was like, what? why are you doing dinosaurs? And I love how they were taking a heavenly theme, and she just totally changed it to dinosaurs. Like it was, how It was yeah, weird. Yeah, turned down theirs for dinosaurs. And then the yeah. fact that she thought one of the people on the prom committee was Rachel Berry was <laughs> freaking hysterical. <laughs> oh my like, god. They just do fun. such a good job with her character. She's hysterical. I can't even get over it. Uh, what other songs did we see? We saw Big Girls Don't Cry with uh, Rachel, Kurt, and Blaine. That was the start of the episode. Again, this song was after me. I mean, it's a cute song. Mm-hmm. I'll probably download it on iTunes and listen to it, but it's I feel pretty like, old. I feel like for all the pain yeah. she was feeling, this didn't really get all the emotion Come across, across. As opposed to her cry by Kelly Clarkson at the last the end of last episode, mm-hmm. which was, like, just so emotional and, and heartfelt and gut-wrenching for me. This was like, oh, okay, she's better now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Now, yeah. now big yeah. girls don't cry anymore. Before, they cried, but now, no, no. I think they were trying to say the message that Rachel, you know, uh, she's trying to move on. Yeah, She's absolutely. accepting it and gaining independence absolutely. from it. And the duet, maybe because Kurt's her really good friend. Yeah. And his voice is just killer, as always, again. Um, probably my favorite song of the episode. I don't know about you guys, but Love You Like a Love Song. Santana, mm-hmm. I mean, Santana just rocks it out on stage. She looks yes. gorgeous at prom. She kills it all the time. Can I just say how awesome her red dress was? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh my she goodness. awesome. Uh, that was, like, the first note I, I thought, that I made. Yeah. <laughs> all the girls looked so good. but it, Rachel's? Rachel, and they, but they all looked like they were, like, going to an award show. I yeah. Think. Right? Like, yeah. Like, it wasn't prom It was, like, uh, they're all at an award show. 100. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> mature. Everything yeah. was so mature. Yeah. yeah. Her exactly. dress was like couture. How did you say the word? Couture. 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 <laughs> I just, well, just don't listen. We're, we're good. We're good. I mean, I mess up words all oh, the time. I mess them up constantly. We're, okay. all, we're all tired here. Really it's all late night. People will leave us alone. Yeah. Um, so then we have What Makes You Beautiful, uh, which was a bunch of the boys, but in particular, Joe Hart. We're liking Jesus still. Yes. Jesus is what we call him in yes. case anybody's tuning in and they're like, what? <laughs> Jesus came on the show. Jesus. Joe Hart, the dreadlock boy, we call him Jesus. Yeah. So we're liking him still. I'm into him. I like him and Quinn together. Mm-hmm. I want to see some lip action. Yes, I know. Some oh my goodness. Action. That whole kissing montage at the like end of the episode, I was just ready for Joe to go up on stage and just lay a big one on Quinn. I was just waiting for but it. But he didn't. And he didn't. Yeah. About it. I feel like you're going to have to wait. Like, nationals? Is that right? when we're, oh. we're getting it? Maybe. When they go to announce who the prom queen was, I go, Becky, and you all go, 
No, it's Rachel. <laughs> yeah. I just felt like the biggest idiot. I, I was like, told her, I remember? Rachel. Yeah. I like, had a prediction. Like, right after Finn yelled at her in the bathroom, I was like, she's going to give her crown to exactly. Rachel. I was thinking I had it, to tell and someone. you said it out loud. And yeah. I was like, yes. Usually yes. I think, think that I'm pretty good at predicting things, but that one just went, <laughs> like, I, I don't know how I couldn't have seen it coming. It was foreshadowed from the beginning of the episode when yeah. Rachel was like, I don't care about that. So you guys are way better people than I am, clearly. We end with Take My Breath Away with Quinn and Santana. Uh, sweet song, prom song. It was fine. Honestly, I thought the music was the the worst part of the episode tonight. I thought the plots were great. I didn't think the music was particularly bad. It just was that. Yeah, I just yeah. understand there were a few choices, like One Direction and things like that, where I was just like, I don't really know how that exactly fits, but like you obviously want to use a One Direction song, so go for it. Exactly. Yeah, all very exactly. random, different. They yes. just wanted to use all these songs for iTunes or whatever it is, yeah. and they were like, yeah, this can go in here, because we know we have enough going on in the prom episode that the music isn't as important. Right. We, we only got five songs. Yeah. I like them to at least give us six. I know that's nitpicky, but... That's why we listen to the show. That's why we yeah. watch, you know? I like the music. So hopefully we'll see a little more next week. But overall, I was a fan of uh, Promisaurus. Yeah, I think they should have a little bit more upbeat songs. I feel like the songs were all pretty slow. And I wanted to see like a, everyone at the prom do like a choreographed dance or something right? really exciting. I agree. I, feel I wanted to yeah. see something like that. But pretty much we just covered the episode, I think, unless anybody has any comments before we cut to commercial. But you got to stick with us because when we come back, we are talking to Paul Ashton. He's great. He's telling us a little insider information and showing you a really funny webisode. So let's cut to commercial. We'll come back and do that. And news and gossip and predictions. TV. Hi. I was once like you. A lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And, like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after shows from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? Okay, so do we have the one, the only Paul Aston on the line with us? All right, Roxy, let's get it going. Paul, are you there? I am here, guys. How you doing? Paul, hey. good to hear from you. So we all just watched your, uh, what do you call it, a web series, a webisode? Yeah, you call it a web series, I think, yeah. We just watched um, your web series, and it's so freaking awesome and funny, and it ties in with Glee really well. So can you tell us a little bit about it? Uh, yeah, well, uh, it's something that um, my uh, my girlfriend, uh, Katie Page, and I created together. Um, we, we actually... Uh, like I think it's almost a year ago tonight. We were just saying as we were watching the episode, we uh, we hosted together the After Buzz Glee show for the prom last season. So whenever that was, like, um, and uh, and just kind of we're both into we we both sort of you know act and do comedy, and then we've just kind of 
we also write, so we just put together a, a web series we've sort of um, written and then shot seven episodes so far. And it's just basically about us goofing off at home, you know, like um, what it is like to be a couple living together and uh, trying to make kind of f- f- find the humour in, you know, silly things like doing really smelly shits and not wanting the other person to smell it. Um, or, so is this reminiscent uh, you know, of your real um, life? Catching the other person watching porn on your computer. You know, really mature, mature, highbrow things like that. Um, so anyway, we, we, we look, we, 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 we did a couple of episodes earlier in the year and people loved them, so we made a couple more. And, and in this last round, um, we, we've got some of our friends who we know, um, you know, who have a name, a bit of a name behind them, etc., to, to do some guest stars. Um, we've got one coming out this week with um, some really amazing Australian actors, Dave Lyons, who played the um, the leader of The Cape on NBC, and uh, Deacon Lackman, who was the leader of uh, Joss Whedon's Dollhouse. They've they've got we've got an episode coming out with them later this week. But specifically relevant to Glee is um, we shot an episode guest starring Ian Brennan, the original, like, the creator of, of Glee, who actually also came on after Buzz about this time uh, last year for and sat in on the studio for, for those who were watching back then and they remember. Okay, so my question to you is, after watching this and watching him and you guys, how much of these are characters and how much of this is really just you guys? <laughs> well, in terms of me and Katie, it's... Like in terms of that episode, that that's an imagined. That's definitely kind of an imagined episode. Like a lot of the the episodes are just of me and Katie. There, uh, we kind of we we kind of have absurd conversations and take note of the topics, and then you know then write like extrapolate out uh, like an episode based on maybe two topics and then tie them back in together. Um, but then in in this sort of the last few we've. Um, because we've been bringing in other people, we're also kind of thinking about how the series might go in a 30-minute kind of context to try and uh, pitch to production companies, etc. And so then, you know, you, you use your imagination a bit more. And certainly in the case of Ian, I, I knew he's an extremely funny man and um, I kind of, we, we, we wanted to kind of perhaps introduce someone who, we might, who might live in our apartment building. Um, and, and so that uh, that's that's imaginary, but in terms of his kind of persona and his ability to be really kind of funny in that sort of... Uh in the way that he demonstrates in the episode, it was kind of something that I just knew he'd do well. You know what I mean? Was it more improv, or do you write this then, or did, did you yeah, just... Yeah, no, it's, all, it's, it's totally scripted. Yeah, no, everything, um, it's all scripted. Um, I wrote that episode, Kate. We basically split the writing down the middle. Um, and uh, But there were um, elements, there were, in, there were certain elements that where Ian uh, would put stuff in that was just way funnier than uh, you than anything I could have come up with. Yeah. And uh, and then there were also, like, the best fun was editing it because, like, at the end, there are all these, you know, the outtakes of him at the door. Like, he just did a different thing every single time. And so it was so hard not to crack up, basically, we, uh, for we, all of us. We don't know, though, right now. I haven't even... Everybody's wondering, where do you find this? How can they go watch this? Right. Well, uh, the, the, the simplest way is to go through YouTube. I have a YouTube channel. And um, so the the best thing to do is to go to youtube.com forward slash Pashton Future. My name being Paul Ashton. Uh, people call me Pashton. And um, uh, so it is P-A-S-H-T-O-N-F-U-T-U-R-E, youtube.com forward slash Pashton Future. All of the episodes are there. And, uh, I mean, please watch Ian's because if you like Glee, 
you know, you're going to love what he does. I mean, you know, he writes all of Sue Sylvester's lines. That's entirely his creation. It's really... I mean, you guys know how the show started, right? How he wrote, wrote it as a feature film. You guys know that story? No, I don't know. Tell us. Well, basically, he was an actor in New York, um, you know, four years ago, um, battling through as, 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 as many actors do. And he wrote, he wrote Glee as a screenplay, uh, for a feature film. Um, and then, uh, a friend of his or some representation of his happened to work out at the same, um, a gym here in LA as Ryan Murphy. And he accosted him, uh, Ryan, as he came off like a, I don't know, like a treadmill or something and gave him the script. Wow. Uh, he read it, which is, you know, probably, unusual like you know unlikely in itself but he read it and then called Ian up and said I think this should be a TV show and the rest is history wow. sometimes so it pays pretty, to be ballsy yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty pretty amazing story um, uh, anyway so what was I saying that's uh, that, that's how that started so he was an actor originally anyway so um, but yeah go to go to YouTube you can see all the episodes there um, watch Ian's please if you like it like it comment there are also four other episodes uh, four other episodes and two more coming this week um would love it if people you like it to watch it if you have any problems with youtube we've also got like a website just like hosting the embedded youtube videos at www.dttah.net as in don't try this at home.net which is the title of the web series um yeah. how do we come so up that- with the title did it did it just flow naturally i love that don't try this at home <laughs> Yeah, no, that's, that was Katie's. We were we, we we had the first one ready to go. We didn't have the faintest idea what to call it. We were just texting. I was I was in, uh, I think she was with her sister back in Chicago, and I was in LA, and we were just texting late at night, just going, what are we going to call it? And she just pulled that out, and I, I I just think it's a great title. I loved it. So we went we went with it. It was easy. She's very clever. Can we have some spoilers about what your next uh, webisode episodes are going to be about? Well, the next two, are like part one and part two, the title is, like all of the titles are like um, two words with a, you know, a forward slash between them. So the first one was porn, ticks. Uh, the, you know, fourth one was penis, foot. Um, Ian's was woman, trap. The next one is sex, death, parts one and part two. Uh, the first one is uh, Katie and I talking about how long it's been um, since we've had sex. Do we even remember when it was and I'm how sorry, we changed man. it? And then me incorporating that into... Um, having sort of murderous thoughts about my father. <laughs> Just going to have to tune in, guys. And um, and Ian's... Uh, oh, sorry. And then the next one, starring Deachin and Dave, is when we invite our two best individual best friends to our house and tell them that if either of us dies, we, we've given each other permission to have sex with our best friends. Um, <laughs> so who are, of course, of extremely hot, but have no idea how to take what it is that we're proposing to them. <laughs> that sounds amazing. And if people go and watch this and they like it and they want to show support, do you have a Twitter they can comment, uh, that they can write to you Of at course. Or? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm on Twitter. It's at Captain Pash, C-A-P-T-A-I-N-P-A-S-H, um, at Captain Pash. I'm on there most days. There are lots of um, me putting lots of photos up of my puppy because he's Aww. one of the best looking dogs in the world. So. Everybody says that about their own dog. Oh, are we going to see the dog? Is it going to come on the webisode? Are we going to see the dog? He, you are going to get a shot of him, actually. Uh, Katie has just twisted my arm. I'm editing one of those episodes right now, and uh, we're putting in a little picture of him. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good. Yes. I'm very excited. And he, you can actually also see him in episode four licking um, uh, pee off the bathroom floor in a swipe cut. 
right after I get out of here, that is what I'm going to go do with my night. I'm going to go watch everyone and look forward to it. So it sounds amazing. You can tell that we're dealing with really highbrow stuff, ladies. Highbrow. Okay. In the world now with reality TV and nobody wants to hear about important things, everybody wants to hear about crap and drama. And by crap, I mean literal poop. People love that stuff. Everyone wants to know that you're fighting over the smell of shit or when you can. So I'm ready to watch. Yes, but but fortunately, we're we're creating the content ourselves, as opposed to uh, that that that, uh, that that's that's one very important distinction. This is not reality TV, right? Um, in the sense that we're we're creating it because um, to me, scripted TV is 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 where it's at, and and uh, you know, reality TV has its place, and I love it, uh, like the next guy. But I also think um, it's important that we, you know, like, and that one of the great things about AfterBuzz TV is is um, you know. Placing scripted television, uh, it, like it's it's a higher, it's like it's really important, and it's uh, where all the truly great shows live, you know, in terms of you know, yeah, madness and the killing, blah blah blah. So uh, support support, you know, uh, it would be great if people can support some scripted stuff like that because this is where so many shows start now, you know, um, be it like uh, someone really funny on Twitter or someone putting out fun webisodes. So exactly. uh, and it requires to watch, talent. We'd, we'd be grateful. <laughs> Wait, so my last question to you, because I've been told that we, we need to get some insider gossip. If you have any, do you, do you know any news about the upcoming Glee project? Has Ian said anything, or even if you're just excited to see it? He has not said anything to me. All look, The only inside information I have about Ian and Glee is that I do know that he just directed his first ever episode. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. When, when are we going to see it? Well, he finished it literally three days before we shot, which was about, you know, two uh, two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago. Um, he just finished it. He had he had bronchitis during it, which was no, which made it even more difficult. I believe, Yikes. obviously, yeah. <laughs> I believe, obviously, it did. Um, Possibly, yeah. It was, his, yeah. it was his first time behind a camera, and uh, he said it was a really, you know, interesting experience. Uh, Challenging, exciting, um, but uh, I'm, not, I'm not exactly sure like what the turnover is. But I would imagine it's going to be one of the next two. Okay. Um, cool. If not next week, the week after. So, um, and it will be on IMDb as well, um, right. probably in advance. But that uh, that's something really exciting, I think, for him as well to like branch out. They've got like Eric Stoltz directed tonight. He's a regular. Right. Um, he's on so much TV. Um, but uh, awesome to see Ian doing that because obviously his vision for it's so complete and great to see him getting behind the camera in that capacity. So we're excited to watch that. We're excited to watch your web series. And you just called and gave us some great information. I'm into it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure, much. ladies. Um, thank you, Paul. I would like to make a few comments about the episode myself very briefly. Um, Go ahead. Favorite. <laughs> Favorite moment, Take My Breath Away, um, the, the song, simply because I'm old enough to have seen Top Gun in the cinemas, uh, <laughs> which was the scene where Kelly McGillis and Tom Cruise made out. Um, uh, our most unfavorite moment, Finn's, Finn's grimmest face as he was telling <laughs> telling Rachel how hot she is at I the end. He had this like, little grimace on his face. Why does I he know look it's like so he's meaningful, but it did make me giggle. I agree. He always looks like he's going to either, like a little boy who's about to poop his pants. It's weird. And fav- favorite, two favorite lines. One, it's a prom miracle. 
Um, <laughs> two, um, uh, calling the uh, guy with dreads Jar Jar Binks. That was <laughs> freaking yes, hilarious. And I do imagine, I know you were talking about him and, um, him and uh, Quinn, like when are they going to mac out? I have to. I have a feeling it's going to look something like what it was um, in Avatar for people to have sex. Like oh you know God. how they draw their tails. Just like, surely that. he's going to use the dreads. Oh. My, so, it's gonna be, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I I'm have a feeling that's not oh, what it's going to look like, but I do see what you're saying. Interesting yeah. perspective. Um, yeah. well, that, again, I thank you so much for calling, Paul. You're awesome, and we're excited to go watch all your stuff. So thank you. Thanks for having me, ladies. Thank Thanks you. Bye. Talk to you soon. Goodbye. Ciao. Okay, so we have to quickly move on to news and gossip. That's you in the booth, Ronnie. <laughs> okay, so there wasn't that much this week, but we'll quickly go through it. When rumors circulated earlier this year that Darren Chris had declined an offer to host the X Factor, the Glee star sat back and soaked up the media attention. He said, oh, it made me look awesome. I had nothing to do with it and it made me look so cool. It was like free press. So he just basically went on to say that never happened. He never he never declined it. It wasn't offered to him, but he any any PR is good PR, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So that that's funny as hell. Anyway, moving on. When asked if he could see himself no longer being on the show, Matthew Morrison said, quote, absolutely, I can imagine that. I definitely had a life before Glee and there will definitely be a life after Glee. While Glee has been picked up for a fourth season, Morrison thinks the series, quote, will go at least five seasons. A lot just depends on next year. Season four is still up in the air. A lot of people don't know if they're coming back or not, Morrison said. They don't know if they have a job. It's a little strange. Hmm. It is a little strange. What are they waiting for? That I do not know. Uh, But we do hear a little bit about the season finale, uh, teased by Corey Monteith, who says... There's so many things happening in such a short amount of time that you really couldn't have seen it coming. A lot Mm. of people are graduating that you didn't think were going to. A lot of people aren't. There's a lot of surprises is what I'm trying to say. Hmm. Wow, that makes you want to see it. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't think I'll tune in that week. I'm going to skip the finale if that's okay. Heather Morris is apparently one to kiss and tell because in Miss discussing the relationship between the characters, she also spilled that she and Naya are continually kissing uh, on set and and in the background because the director says that he loves to have couples make out in the background of shots. She also said uh, that she doesn't mind kissing Rivera because she thinks it's cute. Hmm. <laughs> she says, we just think it's cute. Okay, I kind of think it's cute too. It is cute. Go on with your bad self. <laughs> yeah, sure. Darren Chris will join his theater company, Team Star Kids Apocalyptor, for two performances in Los Angeles and New York. On May 24th, Chris will appear with Team Star Kid at the House of Blues in Los Angeles, and on June 10th, he will reunite with the troupe in New York's Roslyn Ballroom. The national tour kicks off in Chicago on May 9th. In the Apocalypse Tour, Star Kids will face off against the Mayan god of the apocalypse in an epic battle to save the planet. This brand new concert experience includes songs not included on the space tour, as well as fresh arrangements and mashups of fan favorites. A very Potter musical, sequel, uh, and the sequel, Me and My Dick, Starship, and Holy Musical, Batman, <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> nice. And whatever the hell I just said, that is your news and gossip for the week of May 8th, 2012. 
People are like, what? Whoosh. Came in as a whirlwind, and now nobody knows where we've been left. But I know that we have to predict things before we get kicked off the air. Sorry, Ronnie, if we're running a little late. Uh, Let's talk about, I don't even know, next week, what are we going to see? They're on the bus to Nationals. Lindsay Lohan's guesting. Lindsay oh, Lohan. yes. Mm. Right, we actually broke that exclusive last week that she was going to be on. Now we know in what capacity. Uh, hopefully she won't be doing drugs in the bathroom. Right. And that wasn't a low blow at her. Yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it absolutely was. Blow, no pun intended. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, also, The Edge. We saw somebody performing the song The Edge. And something about a human centipede and 18 little people. That's all I got. Yikes. Did anybody get anything else? Yep. Mm, yeah. That's I'm, all I got, too. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. predictions about uh, what's going to happen in Nationals? Are we are we taking it home, team, or are we again losing? I think they're going to take it home. Dear God, please let them I take sh- it home. I sure hope they do. It's our I mean, last I year. Come yeah. on, it's yeah. time. Yeah. It's time. Yeah. They, so, they should win it because they're all there now. We've decided so. it's time. Yeah, and because we've decided, it will be so. <laughs> but once again, if I want to talk to you girls during the week, how can I reach you? I am Marissa Movies M A R I S A Movies on Twitter. At Annie Demian on Twitter. At Stephanie Wenger. At Roxy Stryer. And until next week, goodbye, Gleeks. Bye. We shall miss you. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 